when we're in the end of a series, just a short series that we've been um, talking about being living stones. Living stones fitted together, pieced together to, to form his holy temple. We see Paul use the example that we, we are the body. Jesus is the head, but we are the body of Christ. Every part valuable. Every part needed. Right now, I, I wouldn't be able to get my hand to my mouth to speak on this microphone if my elbow wasn't functioning. But yet we don't think about the elbow. It's not terribly glamorous. People don't go to the gym and work out their elbows. But it's needed. You're needed. The body is needed. There's not an insignificant stone in this room. There's not an unneeded stone in this room. And so that's what we've been driving home. Tonight, we're going to put our money where our mouth is. Tonight, we're going to have the opportunity to to show that we believe what the Word of God says about who we are, about our call to be living stones comprising and building and making up His temple. So let's pray. Lord, you are so awesome, and we thank you that we have been with you tonight. And we thank you, Lord, we asked for miracles, and we got miracles, Lord, because there is no greater miracle than somebody trusting their lives in you. So, Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness, and we thank you that you are here now, and we thank you that you ain't done. Father, right now is an act of my will. I just yield to you. I say, Lord, you have your way, Lord. You have your way tonight, Lord. We give you place. Holy Spirit, we give you room because we need you to move. We need you to guide us into all truth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we need you to guide us into the truth of his glory that we can walk in and live in and that we do walk in and live in. We yield to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I got a couple questions um, in in the context of serving and work. Are you blessed that we have a a coffee station set up at the front? That we have waters available at front? Is that in big way, little way? Are you blessed by that? Are you blessed by the fact that we have a thoughtful, well-set-up seating scheme where that I can stand right here and know that nobody is behind the pole of death, the, the, the blockade of vision, you know? Except for, I think Harmony's there today. Harmony? No, you're not supposed to be there. Are you blessed by the fact that we have a little cutout area over there where that you can have just an intimate moment alone with the Lord and take communion. Are, are you blessed by knowing that on Wednesdays people are here praying for you? That on Saturday nights people are in that room back there praying, ushering in the presence of God, tearing down strongholds, paving the way for the Holy Spirit? Are you blessed by that? Are you blessed that people are willing to get up here and lead us and point us to Jesus in the in the midst of leading worship and playing an instrument and being vocalists for him. Are you blessed by our children being taught about Jesus? 
by the way, awesome to see you, my sister. Are you blessed by men who serve as our safety team and walk these grounds to make sure that, that it's a safe environment? Who walk down with our kids as we're in the midst of this construction project and our kids are two blocks down, one block over instead of just a few feet away because we're in the midst of construction. Are, are you blessed by the men who, who walk and have walkie-talkies and, and have gotten those walkie-talkies for us and so that there's communication, so that our kids are safe. Are you blessed by that? Are you blessed that somebody hauls, sets up, and makes stable the nursery for our little ones? Are you blessed that there's not trash lying around, that this is always a clean place, and that it's trash-free and clean? I could go on and on. All of this is done because people have committed to work. People have committed to serve. I'm not preaching tonight, and here's why. Um, In no way, shape, or form, in no way, do I want my passion for Jesus to come across as coercive, as manipulative, as emotional. And I'm not trying to convince you of anything. What I've asked is I've asked 11 different people to read 11 different passages of Scripture, and that's going to be our message tonight. Tonight we're letting the Word of God stand alone. And friends, the Word of God stands alone. It doesn't need embellishing. It doesn't need to be made sexy. It doesn't need to be made more glamorous. The Word of God stands alone. The Word of God is truth. I will say this. Jesus did not beg for workers. He didn't beg for people to serve him. As a matter of fact, when he called people to follow him, there's no indication he broke stride. Follow me, I'll make fishers of men. Boom. He didn't beg them to follow. What he did is he demonstrated the blessing of serving. Nobody demonstrated the blessing of serving more than Jesus Christ, who was the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and made himself a man, came to earth as a man, and served, even to the point of being on his knees, washing feet. Nobody demonstrated service more than Jesus Christ. But he didn't beg for people to work. Friends, we're going to follow Jesus' example. We're not begging you to, to work. But I hope that we've demonstrated to you that there is blessing in serving, that there is blessing in working. You know what I was woken up with this morning? Uh, and I often say this, if you suspect it's God, do it. What I was woken up with this, mor- this morning was the words, and I believe it was the Lord's. And I can't find any scripture to support it. <laughs> but it doesn't contradict the scripture either. I heard it from the Lord. I was woken up with these words. You're good, but you can be great. And I believe that was the Lord speaking to the church going, hey, you're good. You're strong. You're healthy. You're good looking. 
but you can be great. And I think that speaks of the impact that we're called to make. Our impact can be great. The ripple effect of our actions can stretch can stretch for miles and miles and miles and miles. So I want to encourage you guys to do this. If our if the people that I've asked to read scripture would please come up and just line up over here to, to my left. I want us to stay locked in. Our sermon tonight is the word of God. Our sermon tonight is scripture. Ephesians 2, 18 through 22. Now all of us can come to the Father through the same Holy Spirit because of what Christ has done for us. So now you Gentiles, you and me, are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens along with all of God's holy people. You you are members of God's family. Together we are his house, built on the foundations of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Jesus Christ himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles, you and me, are also being made a part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6, 7 and 8 says, Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men, because you know that the Lord will reward everyone for whatever good he does, whether he is a slave, whether he is slave or free. Romans 12, 4-11 Just as our bodies have many parts, and each part has a special function, so it is with Christ's body, which is us. We are many parts of one body, and we all belong to each other. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Galatians 6, 7 through 10. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who, have the, who are of the household of the faith. Acts twenty thirty two through thirty five. 
And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. I have never coveted anyone's silver or gold or fine clothes. You know that these hands of mine have worked to supply my own needs and even the needs of those who were with me. And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. First Peter 2, 4, and 5. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Galatians five thirteen and 14. For you were called to freedom, brothers, only do not use do not use your freedom as an opportunity for flesh, but through love serve one another, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Matthew five, fourteen through sixteen. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden, neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Colossians 3, 23-24 says, Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward, and that the master you are serving is Christ. James chapter 2, 14 through 20. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? That kind, uh, can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith and others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you, have, uh, if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God? Good for you. Even the demons believe this. And they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? And let's again remember what James said in chapter 1, verse 22 uh, through 24. Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man who looks intently into the mirror at his natural face. For he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he, he was like.